Well, I've got a word that God's been burning in my heart that I want to share with you, and I hope as I share it with you, you will share it with others. I believe it's important to hear this word and to be spoken to the body of Christ at large, so I'm looking for you to then take this word and send it out, all right? So I have a question for you. What do you do when the scales are rigged? Tonight we're going to talk about weights, balances, and measures. Weights, measures, and boundary lines. That's it. Weights, measures, and boundaries. Uh, as I've been meditating on this word that God had dropped into my heart, I recognize that, first of all, we're going to take a look at what the Bible says about weights and measures. Let me read this to you. It's from Proverbs 11.1. 1. The Lord detests dishonest scales. Detests them. That's a very strong word. In the King James, it's abhors. He detests dishonest scales. But accurate weights find favor with the Lord. That's not only in Proverbs 11, it's also in Proverbs 20, verse 10, and Proverbs 20, verse 23. The concept behind this, you can find it in the book of Leviticus. Leviticus 19 says, You shall do no wrong in judgment, in measurement of weight or capacity, you shall have just balances and just weights. What's that about? I mean, really, does God really care about balancing and weight? Weight distribution? Yeah, he does. Because this is how they would dole out or measure out what they bought and sold from each other. If someone was buying some grain... Uh, let's say uh, a pint of grain. I don't know how you measure a gram of grain. Some kind of a deal there. Anyways, you pour it out, right? A and the guy you're buying it from, he'd have a weight that measures out to a gram, put it on the other side of the scale, and pour your grain in till it was balanced. Now, you would take this man at his word that his weight and his balance was correct. If it was not, he would be misleading you and lying. He would be robbing from you and cheating under the guise of what was correct and right you saw before your eyes. It's deception. God says, I hate, I detest that kind of deception. And many of the people who are getting deceived and gypped and ripped off from their goods and services and, and finance were people in need. So God says, I detest uneven weights and measures. They must be true. They must be true. Your weights and your capacities must have just or true balances. Very important. In the book of Deuteronomy, God said this, you shall not have in your bag differing weights, a large one and a small one. In other words, showing favoritism. Oh, here's my buddy. Hey, Joe, here, 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 here. I got an even weight here. Oh, there's somebody else. Uh, yeah, uh, you take out the one that's a little less than a gram so, so that, uh, you know, you're not giving them a full gram. You're cheating them. He goes on, he says, You shall not have in your house differing measures, large and small. You shall have a full and just weight. You shall have a full and just measure. Why? That your days may be prolonged in the land which the Lord your God gives you. For everyone who does these things, everyone who acts justly, 
is favored of God, but anyone who acts unjustly is an abomination to the Lord. These are strong words over weights and measures. We're talking about commerce. We're talking about economics. We're talking about judgment and right decisions. No favoritism, but justice. God expects fair weights and balances. Why? Because what he wants in a society is truth and integrity. That when you say that there is a weight and a balance that equals a gram or a pound or a gallon, it does. And you're not cheating and you're not taking from anybody else. There's no deception. But there's truth and integrity. Now God wants that in a society. God wants it in a family. God wants it in your house. And God wants it in your heart. That we would be just in all of our ways. And he's using weights and measures to say that. Now, in the same light, in the same way that God is speaking of that, he also talks about boundary lines. Boundary lines. He talks about landmarkers. And what God says is this. In the book of Proverbs, he says, Do not move the ancient landmarks that your fathers have set. He says that a number of times in Scripture. He also says in Deuteronomy 19, you shall not move your neighbor's boundary mark, which the ancestors have set in your inheritance, which you will inherit in the land that the Lord God gives you. In other words, you can't cheat someone out of some of their land or a marker. There's the line. You can't cross the line. You can't move the line. Can you imagine if we didn't have boundary lines and markers? There's stop signs at every corner. You're not supposed to go past the boundary line. You're supposed to stop. Now, I would imagine everybody here, you've probably never heard of a rolling stop. Where you just kind of look while you're still cruising, you're breaking the line. You're breaking the boundaries. We have boundaries. We have rules. We have lands. And a, a, a nation and a country has to live by those landmarks and those boundaries that set what is right and what is wrong. Boundaries represent righteousness, what is right. Don't change the boundaries that God has set. Don't change the things that God has established. Don't cheat your neighbor. You know, some people take down a fence, they want to put up a new fence, and they, they kind of push it over six inches a little closer into the neighbor's lot. That's an abomination to God. You're cheating. You're taking. And someone, they, you get too much money back and, and you're, you're taking what beyond what you should have. You should pay it back to the cashier. If they gave you too much, you pay it back. Set the boundary. Give the weight and, and uh, measure correct. As Christians, we walk like that. So weights and measures have to do with what is true. Boundary lines have to do with what is right. And so a nation has to have truth and righteousness. So this is very, very important. And so what I want to share with you is what's going on in our nation right now. I think of Daniel chapter 5 when they were having a big feast in Babylon. And as they're feasting and they're riotous and they, they say, hey, bring in all the utensils and the cups that we stole from Israel in the temple. We're going to drink our wine out of that. And they had this wild, crazy party at the expense of Israel. 
And while they're doing that and being drunk, a hand appears on the wall and says, Many, many, tarkle, you farsen. Many, many, you tekel, you farsen. What, what does that mean? What it means is this. It means numbered, numbered, weighed, and wanting. Divided. Numbered, numbered, divided, and wanting. So what is he doing? He's saying, I've weighed you in the balance of justice. I have numbered your days. I have weighed you. I have saw if you are true and if you are right, and you are not, and your kingdom will be divided. That night Babylon fell to Medo-Persia. What about our nation? Are we walking with right balances and measures, and are we keeping the boundaries that God has established? It's a good question, don't you think? Let me go, let me go over some of these. Again, weights and measures. You know, our justice system has a symbol of the, uh, what do you call those things? Balances, the balance, where you have the measures and the weight. And our justice is supposed to be blind. The person doesn't look, they have a blindfold on, and they're holding out the scales of judgment, whether they will balance correctly. So do we still do that in this nation? Would you say that we have just weights and balances? You can ask different portions, different people in our nation, and they will tell you they've been treated very unjustly. There was a white, there was a, a balance and a justice for white people versus black people. The scales were not even. There are minorities now where they would tell you the scales are not even. And so when we look at it, let me ask you this, the weights and the measures. Do you know that in our nation we have regulatory commissions? We have a regulatory commission that's supposed to tell us if our weights and our measurements are off. If someone's cheating somebody else. So let me ask you this concerning our weights and measures. They better be right because God detests when they're wrong. Would you say our justice system is fair and balanced and weighs every situation properly with truth and righteousness? That's our legal system. How about our news and information and media? Would you say that that is balanced, it is measured, it is just? That if it was put on a, on a scale of what is true or false, would it be equal to what is true? What about our financial systems? Do we have fair and just financial systems? Are there people cheating we just went through a crisis in our housing market because our housing markets had built such a bubble of unjust weights and measures and gave out so many loans and houses that it collapsed. That's an unjust system. What about our health care and medical and pharmaceutical industries in our nation? Are they being weighed in the balance? And would you say that they're found wanting? How about our businesses and advertising? Are the weights and measures correct? Or would you say that there's some false advertising out there? That what they're selling and what they're saying you could purchase is not really what you're getting for your money. That's an unjust weight and balance and God detests it. 
Would you say that our political and governmental agendas are just and fair and balanced according to the decrees of what is true and what is not? While I don't know about you, but I believe that we're in a time and quite possibly in an era where the handwriting's on the wall, many, many tackle you farson, numbered, numbered, weighed, and divided. Is this nation divided? Could it be because our truth of weights and measures has been so far askew that we no longer measure by what is true? Now, what about the boundary lines? What about the ancient boundaries and landmarks? What do I mean by that? This nation was established on the ancient boundaries and landmarks of what is right according to the Ten Commandments. Right now, they are removing those boundary lines, those ancient markers. They're taking out of the public square. They're taking out of public uh, and governmental buildings and removing the Ten Commandments, removing the law of God, and removing what is right and just. If you remove the plumb line, you cannot build evenly. We are in a place where all the, the, the uh, divisions and, and the boundary lines and the landmarks that God has established as what is right and true, they're all being readjusted now at, a, at this time in our nation. Look at nature and nature's God. God has established a law. He has caused a binary law of man and woman. That landmark, that ancient landmark that is built in nature has now been distorted and twisted and turned. Now we have a lot of people who are confused and hurting and trying to find their identity and their sexual orientation. And I'm not speaking against them, but what I am speaking about is changing those boundary lines of nature and distorting what were the landmarks that God has established. And helping people work through that and discover that instead of changing the ancient landmarks that God has established. God has established in His Word the landmark that life is precious, all life is valuable, and all life is created in the image of God. But if we're to distort and change that boundary marker, we're going to start killing babies in the womb. Oh, I think we've been doing that then I think that that has been violating that boundary line. I could go on and on. Ethics and science, transhumanism. Talk about the boundary lines of property. There are seizures of home and governmental seizures of property and taking things from people. There's the issue of freedom of religion where in our Constitution we set landmarks and boundary lines that you shall not cross, they're for the sake of this society, and that's what made this society the greatest. But these things are all being changed, and they're moving the boundary lines, moving the landmarks. And what's happened now is, if you begin to change weights and measures and move the boundary lines, you begin to remove the standards. Once those standards by which a society can operate are being moved, then we don't know what is true and what is false, what is a good weight, what is a wrong weight, and what are the results of changing boundary lines. Even incrementally, we saw that we've changed uh, the, the whole sexual discussion from uh, homosexual rights to now transgender, to now marriage, to now that you can have hundreds of genders and, and 
ideas of what is a sex. There are no sexes. And in doing this, we've now moved to tolerance. We want tolerance. What was boundary lines by nature have now been extinguished. We don't know the weight and balance of it, but we want you to tolerate it. And after tolerance comes indoctrination. Now there is indoctrination saying this is the new weight and the new balance. And as Christians, we're going, wait a minute. Stop. That is not the true weight and balance that God has established in creation and in our land and for our society. And why are we as Christians conforming to a false measure that has no foundation? And so I believe that's where we're at right now. And the handwriting on the wall is numbered, numbered, weighed, and divided. This nation is coming into a division that is going to be extremely, extremely damaging. Christians must hold fast to the ancient boundary lines and must walk with pure weights and measures of what is true. But in conclusion, I have to say this. If you're going to represent the king of glory and you're going to represent the proper weights and measures and the correct boundary lines that have been established by the word of God, you better have them right in your own life. The church is in a place right now where we better inspect our weights and measures. Somebody get out the yardstick, someone get out the scale, and let's start measuring. Is your understanding of what is true and just operating correctly in your life? Because before we can talk to the world about what is right and just, judgment starts in the house of God. And if it starts in the house of God, it starts in your household. And if it starts in your household, it starts in your heart. Christians, I'm speaking a word of the Lord. I'm speaking prophetically to us today that we have got to get these measures and judgments correct Take a look at your heart. That's why we're in quarantine. Examine yourself. So let me ask you, I'm going to ask you to do these things concerning your own weights and measures. We said that a weight and measure says what is true. Let's wait. Let's put a weight and a measure on your heart. Are you speaking truth? How many of you have spoken a lie this week? If you're supposed to be a Christian, you're supposed to speak the truth at all times. You represent the truth, God, Jesus Christ, who is the truth and the word. So ask yourself, did I lie this week? If you did, you put out a false weight and a false measure. You know, so many times our actions betray our beliefs. Our children see it right away. Our children hear you praise Jesus. Our, our children hear you say your prayers and say things uh, at church. But when they get home and they see a different weight and a different measure coming out of your mouth and your action, they realize that something's not right on the scales. And so, folks, we've got to balance this out. Are you walking in truth? Are you speaking truth? Did you lie today to protect your own self? Did you lie to your spouse or lie to your kids? Oh, it was just a little white lie. It was only for the goodness of what I was trying to accomplish. That's a false weight and a false measure. God hates that. And so God is going to correct his children. So if God comes to your house with his scales and weights, are you going to measure up? 
Did you give out any misinformation? Are you misrepresenting the kingdom? These are very important things. Look at if you've made mistakes, repent. Just say you're sorry. Adjust the scale and adjust the weights. If you've lied this week, go back to somebody and make that thing right and say, you know what? My, my scale was off. I apologize. Forgive me. Readjust the scales and the weights that you're operating in. Now here's another one. How about self-deception? Are you measuring everything by the true weight and scale, or are you measuring it by your weight and scale? There's a self-deception here. Many times, look, at, I, I'll just say this because we're all in quarantine and we're all getting quite heavy. <laughs> but how many of you know the self-deception of looking at yourself in the mirror going, not too bad, not bad. But then you see a photo of yourself that someone took and you're like, what? What? That's called self-deception. Because in your eyes, the weight and the measure look pretty good. You got used to it creeping up on that scale. That's not too bad. That's not bad. I could lose that in about, yeah, a couple weeks. Not bad. Well, when are you going to start? See, the weights and the measures of our own eyes. Do we judge other people? They look funny. They look weird. They look stupid. Did you see that guy? We make judgments about others. But could you imagine? Do you think God judges others? God judges what's inside those people, not the outside. He judges their hearts. So are you using the same measures and the same weights that the Holy Spirit is? I don't want to talk to this person. He looks like he's kind of foolish and doesn't know what he's doing. I don't have time for him. God had time for you. So I'm, I'm calling us out as a people. Why? Because God wants us to represent the tu- true weight of his glory. He's putting his glory, his kabod, his weight of holiness on us. And if our weights and measures are off, it affects what his representation looks like to this world. Now, let me go to the last part, your boundary lines. What happens if you cross over a boundary line? What do they call that? What do they call that? Trespassing. My congregation said trespassing. (laughs) And that's right, trespassing. How many of you know in the Bible you see that? Sins and trespasses. What are trespasses? Trespasses are willing, willingly stepping over the line, the boundary, the ancient markers that God has established, you stepping over them purposely, knowing better. It's a trespass. How many of you have enlarged the boundaries of what is holy and right for you to walk by? Come on, admit it. You've been home, we've been watching so much TV, so many movies. How many of you have just moved the boundary lines to what is foul, what is profane, what is unholy? Have we stretched those boundary lines? Have we looked at things that we shouldn't have looked at? Have we been in conversations that we know have crossed the boundary? That's a trespass. So how are we going to weigh and say we walk the line of Jesus and what is holy to a world out there that doesn't and we're telling them they need the help of the Lord but when they see us, they see uneven weights, measures, and boundaries that are broken down. That's why the church is 
irrelevant today to most of this society because as society looks at us, they see our weights and measures have all been messed up. They represent us. They represent our denomination. They represent our opinions when they should be representing the very nature of God himself and the ministry of Jesus. You know, Jesus never worried about his holiness uh, uh, being ruined by talking to sinners. Jesus never worried about, ooh, if a leper touch me, I'll be unclean. Jesus never worried about that because his cleanness, his holiness, it w- could affect the leper. But the sinner could not affect his righteousness. It should be the same with us. I don't have to fight with the, the LBGTQ uh, personally. I'll fight with the agenda and politically, but I don't have to fight with an individual. I need to share Christ's love and be patient, loving with them, care for them, see the value in them, the uniqueness, the giftedness in them that God sees and God wants to reach and heal and restore. And I need to help them understand that they've trespassed a boundary line that we can help get back to discover who they are and their identity and become fully who God intended them to be. But they need right weights and measures to discern that with. I hope you understand where I'm coming from. How about physically? I talked about physically. How about your boundary lines mentally? Right? Are are you studying the Word of God? Do you know the Word of God? Are you reading the Word of God? You know, I praise God for worship music. I praise God for Christian radio. I praise God for all those things. But are you studying the Word of God to show yourself approved? Do you know the Word of God? Because in it are your weights and measures to discern what is true and right. Last of all, spiritually. I am afraid that we have countered the balance of God's grace. I'm going to conclude with this. There is a scale that was made out of wood. It was pounded in to the ground. And on that scale is a beam. And that beam, from that beam, hung the body of Jesus Christ. Christ's sacrifice is the true weight and scale and measure of all that is right and just and gracious and loving from God. That is the measure by which we measure all things. And so I have to ask myself, am I walking in the justice of God as God showed his justice in the cross? Am I walking with the grace of God? And is it measuring to the grace that he showed us at the cross? God's perfect justice and his perfect grace was measured to balance the scales for all mankind. So I have to ask you, is your weight and measure and boundaries in balance with the cross of Jesus Christ our Lord? Because our country's balances, weights, and measures are not. We're in a time, we're in a time where we are watching our nation be judged. And I'm not talking about this coronavirus. That's just exposing the unjust weights and balances and measures. 
It's coming at a time when everything's being brought to the light. And this earth is looking for the measure of what is true and right. And you know who holds it? The church. The believers. Won't you cry out to God? And won't you evaluate the weights and measures of your decisions and the boundaries by which you walk in your everyday life and all decisions so that you may represent Christ well? Let's bow our heads. God, it is a time of examination for judgment starts in the house of God. And as it is here, it starts in each one of our hearts. Holy Spirit, you are inspecting our weights and measures, our scales and the boundary lines and landmarks that are ancient to the Word of God and to nature. And you've called us to walk humbly before you with justice, loving mercy. May we, O God, inspect ourselves and in doing so, May we then walk with proper weights and balances so that we may share with a world that is turned upside down, that is found wanting on the scales, and they're looking for a true measure of what love is. They're looking for a true measure of what peace is. They're looking for a true measure of what joy and godliness is. And we can give it to them because we know and carry those weights and measures. So my prayer for all of us is, Father, would you release the weight of your glory into every house, into every heart, that we would carry a true measure of the Holy Spirit in us. That the world could weigh itself against our theology, our manifestation of the Lord, and they would find it right and true. And people will come to the Lord. I release that anointing and that blessing in Jesus' name. Amen.